Good afternoon. It is May 26. I am Money Normans. I want to talk to you about a, a poem and then um, expound on it a little bit, put it into a context, maybe synthesize a little bit with regard to the poem. But the poem is called we Wear the Mask. It was a poem written by a Black American poet, writer, short story creator, who died at a very young age. He wrote primarily during the late 1800s, early 1900s. I got that information about him from doing a, a quick Google search. His name is and was Paul Lawrence Dunbar, and he wrote a poem called We Wear the Mask. It goes like this. We wear the mask that grins and lies. It hides our cheeks and shades our eyes. This debt we pay to human guile. With torn and bleeding hearts, we smile and mouth with myriad subtleties. Why should the world be overwise in counting all our tears and sighs? Nay, let them only see us while we wear the mask. We smile, but oh, great Christ, our cries to thee from tortured souls arise. We sing, but oh, the clay is vile beneath our feet and long the mile. But let the world dream otherwise. We wear the mask. I understand why people wear facades. People wear facades in order to conceal that which may to them not be in their best interest to show something that might devalue them, something that might cause their lives even their livelihood, their jobs, their relationships, their safety, whatever it is that they deem important. They wear the facade to keep from being stripped down, made naked in front of a scrutinizing eye. Because when you're placed in front of a scrutinizing eye, an eye that is looking at every component, every dimension, every place on your flesh, when you're being scrutinized, the one that is looking, the scrutinizing one is feasting their eyes upon 
you are a flesh looking. And they have a motivation for looking at what they might devour, what they might possess, take, use, abuse, exploit for their own motivations. Dunbar wrote about black people during the time that he was writing. I know or I believe that his his subjects were, the we that he's speaking of were people of his ethnicity. They were people who were oftentimes, even if legally at that time liberated from slavery, not liberated from the aggressions or the microaggressions even that were being leveled at them, not liberated from the scrutinizing eyes looking for something to criticize, some reason to persecute. And so from this poem, I gather that many people as a survival mechanism chose to don mask, not physically, but a spiritual veil they wore to conceal the true identity of themselves at times, the true feelings, the true frustrations, and even the fears that they may have had in the presence of those who did not want to see them as liberated and free, who could hardly tolerate the idea that these people who had once come from a genealogy of slaves, from the experience of being captive people, were now free from the plantation. They didn't have to necessarily show a past so they could move about, seek opportunities, pursue education, live in society and pursue some degree of happiness, some degree of liberation in a country where they had been held captive. So these people learned in order to survive, they learned to wear, to don spiritual masks And sometimes the mask created contradictions. Sometimes the people would laugh in order to keep from crying. Sometimes they would laugh until they cried. And that was confusing, I'm sure. Now, I liken black people who lived during Dunbar's time to the people who were enslaved in Egypt, the children of Israel, the Hebrews, 
original Hebrews who were enslaved, held captive in the kingdom of Pharaoh. I'm sure that when masters came around them, or those who thought they were masters in this earth, when they came around, I'm sure that the enslaved people probably smiled, grinned, did anything they could to de-escalate the anger, the vitriol, to use my word the hus- my husband uses a lot, the vitriol, the vitriolic spewings, to try to diffuse the anger. So sometimes they would probably act funny, try to be a little bit amusing, try to be amenable to every inconvenience just to keep the master and the Pharaoh happy because after all, they were enslaved and at the mercy of the king, Luke, king of that particular domain, that little kingdom here in the earth, that little institution with all of its prescribed values, all made to make Pharaoh feel good, okay, and in control. But I doubt very much that the enslaved ones found Pharaoh actually funny, found any of Pharaoh's minions funny, found anything funny about being abused physically, emotionally, psychologically, traumatized, held captive, treated as if they were silly when they were not the silly ones. The one who enslaves others. Now that's the crazy, silly one. The one that thinks everybody has to conform to his or her image or likeness. That's the silly, funny one. Because that one elevates himself or herself, puts himself or herself on a pedestal that is bound cursed at some point to crumble and fall. And so I say, if you are wearing a mask, trying to get along in an institution, in a relationship, in a family, where Pharaoh tries to mock, deride, make fun of you, at your expense, just know it's costing that Pharaoh, that Pharaoh-like being is costing them gravely. And if they reap that which is not meant for them, then that is theft. If they're trying to steal your peace, they're thieves. 
if they think that their insults and injuries and abuse, their little microaggressions, if they think it's funny, the devil in them is a liar. To quote some of the religious leaders here, the devil is a liar. Pharaoh is a liar. And all that Pharaoh does when he tries to denigrate a people is give God the magnification that God needs, the magnification that only God deserves and that only rightfully belongs to God. Pharaoh gives attention. I almost coined a term there, Phaedon. Pharaoh, Satan, is giving attention to the God of all creation. And that God of all creation will not allow his people to remain captive, treated as if they are silly. But the God of creation will make Pharaoh let his people go. I am many Normans. I truly appreciate you listening to me. Thank you so much.